we start we start with uh, impromptu just random thoughts nothing here is rehearsed it's called truth serum where everybody comes to tell their truth and there are no consequences and no repercussions because we don't give a fuck here this is Aida Rodriguez it is Monday December 17th and I have a fire ass show for you today I'm so excited about the people that are here because the people that are here get it they get it and they yes. get me so I'm very excited my Co-host today is a La Comadre. So many of you know who she is because not only is she funny, she's one of the most popular radio personalities in Los Angeles. One of the hottest Latinas in the game. She had a she was on a reality show that was profiling all the hot shit that she does because she has a presence and a voice, and she shows up. And uh, she's also uh, trying to be a stand-up comedian, which I think is funny because the bitch has always been funny to me. Give it up for <laughs> Roxy. Roxy is in the house. Uh, Everybody, thank you, Ava. Thank you. No judgment on the show, right? If we speak no, our truth, no, no one's no, judging us. We don't do that shit here. And even if they do, we don't care. Nobody cares. Yeah, no vale madre. No, it's 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 got. Don't you think it's gotten out of hand? You know what? I love people that speak the truth, and I'm actually more attracted to the truth than yeah. you trying to front and yeah. stunt and do all this shit. And I'm just like, dude, you're weak. Yeah, that's why people love you. Yes, exactly. That's why you have, especially Latinas, because there's this misconception that Latinas are all mousy. You know, these Catholic women with their crucifixes that don't say anything out of turn and don't have anything. Uh, too controversial to say until they run into me and you. Exactly. Like, <laughs> the other day I heard something that said, I actually read something that said, good women still exist. They just don't have flat stomachs and they talk back. <laughs> and I was like, that's me. I don't got the perfect body. I talk back. But you know what? I think if I was a man, Ada, did you ever think about like how, because we're pretty dominant women. Yeah. If I was a man, I would want to be within a woman that could, it's all about more like your soul and your heart and who you are versus like, Having a dime piece next to you. Yes, every man wants eye candy, but you know, it, it's, I don't know. I, I just, I, it blows my mind how some men go for more that than a woman that's actually full of substance because she might challenge you a little bit too much. Well, I think also we are giving uh, people too much credit for being fake because you're a dime piece. I am. Uh, I'm Thank a dime piece. <laughs> yes, you I'm are. I'm about to let some bitch that, I, that yes. could deflate in the sun Absolutely. make me feel bad about myself. Exactly. I feel good about who I am. And I, if, if you, you know, if somebody could pinch a needle in you and you fall apart, then maybe you're not the chick I want to be, you know, compared to. But I think that the definition of what a dime piece has changed so much, you know. I co we come from Latin women. My mother blow dried her hair every day before 7 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, you know? my mom woke up with rulos. You know yeah. those old school rulos <laughs> with like the with the ganchos that were like made out of bobby yes. like the wire and Absolutely. it was it was she woke up looking crazy, but you know, it's my mom was the kind of mom that my parents both worked. Yeah. You know, like I didn't have the mom that stayed home and they both worked, but she always found a way to get it done, but 
She had high blood pressure. She would put herself at the end. And then it wasn't until later on in life she realized, like, this putting myself at the end shit ain't working. That's right. And she's been, she's been able to teach my sister and I, like, a different way. Like, Mija, if you're deteriorating, if, you're, if your health is going down the drain, you're not going to be no good for nobody. That's right. So put yourself first and everybody else after will benefit from that. Put yourself first. You hear no, that? You yes. hear that? Are you it's listening? It's not selfish. It's self-love. That's right. It's, it's like, if you want me to be all right, baby... You know, I need to be all right, but you got to help me be all like that. I'm already going into sex talk. You no, see? but I love that's what you do. And I love that you're here. And I'm so glad that you are sitting next to me because I, I uh, first of all, thank you for tuning in. This is Truth Serum. It is Monday, December 17th. Today, we have Roxy La Comadre co-hosting with me today. And you guys have heard her all over the radio. She's been on terrestrial radio. She's been on digital radio. She was rocking with Amber Rose for a while. And now she's about to have some amazing things come up. And I'm so happy for her to be here because she is one of the women who is not afraid to speak her truth. And I love your Instagram page because there's so much uh, positivity on there because the Internet is so negative. It is. It is. And you know what? I, I sometimes I feel like, you know, it's funny because, you know, we live in a social media world and I gauge I gauge. I'm just like, what do people what do, what do people like more? Right. It's mm -hmm. like the sexy pictures are a given because mm -hmm. it's a visual app. You know right. what I mean? You're you're watching. But I love Snapchat because of that reason. Snapchat to me is like popping mm -hmm. because it's a storytelling app. It doesn't tell you how many followers you have. It doesn't tell you where your followers are from. Nobody cares. So I get to storytell a lot more. But where was that going? I lost my train of thought. We were talking about, I went but into social media. But while you're speaking media. about Snapchat, what's oh, your Snapchat handle? My Snapchat is Radio Roxy, R-A-D-I-O-R-A-Q-C. But, you know, I, what I like to tell people a lot, too, is, you know, people see me and they see positivity. They see encouragement on yep. my page. But a lot of times, I don't have the best days. Right. And so a lot of times, I don't necessarily have a mentor next to me or my mom to, to giddy me up and be like, mm -hmm. Mija, you got it, you know? Mm -hmm. So a lot of times, the shit that I write on my social media is shit that I need to hear myself. Okay. That's right. That I'm like saying it to myself, like, look, bitch. And I write it out on this piece of paper, on you know, and I've kind of like created a theme on my social media because I'm like, this is what I needed to hear. And in turn... 50 million different bitches are like, oh, my God, Roxy, thank you for inspiring me. And I'm like, you probably need to hear that shit, too. Yeah. And I so, go through all of yours. Thank sometimes. you. Like, it's not just because I want to be like, you know, doctor, you know, feel good or whatever. I just I want it. I'm, I go through shit. Yeah. It's not perfect. You know, like everything, emotional battles, financial battles, like I'm doing it for myself. You know, yeah. it's hard. I'm sorry, I hate that word. It's challenging sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I even correct myself too. Like if I'm saying words have power, girl. I know. Like words is like casting spells on yourself and on people. That's right. So I, I control my words and I really, a lot of times that positivity, it's really stuff that I need to hear. And right. I have to, anchor, and I'm just like, read it, bitch, over and over and over again if you have to. And it gets me through. The, the voice that you are listening to is Roxy La Comadre. She's in the house today. She's co-hosting. This is Truth Serum. I have the Derm King in the house. Makalo Medina's in the house today. We, we plan to have a great show with you. If you want to chime in, if you have something you want to share, you want to ask Roxy a question, you can participate in this too. The number is 310-986-6610. 310-986-6610. This is Truth Serum live and uh we're gonna talk about quite a few things today that are trending but i really want to start off with talking to roxy about tell me 
So first of all, I want to tell you, I go to all your Instagram posts and I, I watch, I read all your inspirational stuff. I jack off to your your nasty pictures. <laughs> oh, you do? You but, do? You girl, let me tell you, Snapchat, I get guys. And it's like a lot of Middle Eastern men, you oh, know, man. these men. I got the Indians. Girl, they, I don't they write and they say <laughs> and they holler and they do. I'm like, what the hell are they doing? But like, I get a lot of Indian men. Poor men, huh? They're so suppressed. Yeah, no. they, see, they see ass and tits and they say, we're well, locals because... They see women so covered up. So when they see a woman, and I'm not, I don't, I'm not even like. Don't naked. say poor men. Fuck them. Don't no, say poor them. Fucking perverts. Yeah, no pro perverts. I was watching this thing the other day on YouTube. I forgot what the title of this documentary was, and it was talking about how these men are pervs, mm-hmm. and they get these little guy, little boys from little abandoned villages, and they dress them up as women, and they uh-huh. have them dance for them. And it's nasty. It's like a perverted world, and they turn these little boys into little gay boys. And they have them dance for them all night. All these Indian men. It was the nasty. I don't like. How did I come across this shit? Oh my god! This is what Netflix is like. It is Netflix has was, become like the the world. Like there's something for everybody on Netflix. Like, like if you what? enjoy uh, lesbian little women that like to you know have sex on ponies. They got a documentary about that on Netflix. Wait, eight, what's the number again? These people want to know because they want to call in three one zero nine eight six. Six six one zero. Okay, you holler at us. Holler at La Comadre. This is Truth Serum Live. Today we are going for it. We're going to talk about the R and B king. Who the true R and B king is? Oh, we're going to talk about Donald Trump is trying to find if he can legally um, attack. Saturday Night Live for making fun of him. That's what we are. He's weak. He's weak. <laughs> he can't. He can talk shit, but he can't take the heat. Come he cannot on. Cannot take it. We're also going to talk about how uh, what's his name? Offset interrupted oh Cardi B in her workplace to mm. bra- grovel and beg about and asking for forgiveness about him after him cheating on her, which I thought was crazy. And then we also want to celebrate the first transgender contestant for the Miss Universe pageant. That is what we're talking about today. Roxy is in the house. When we come back after this break, we're going to talk to the Derm King who makes some of the most beautiful women in Hollywood look better. We'll be right back.
on the block. Cleaner than others in my form, I resort on the corners, connect with my propers, top my double players, Cleo still hidden till 38's pump, and they up it, yell it, and can never be defunct. I'm told them in the fashion won't fly us, unscared against the careless of them, 10% You can check my stats, I got crazy ups, baby. See no got style, don't play me like I'm lazy, baby. But never will I go out, my clit out is known across the Brooklyn lands. My universal fans got stamina. Polar bears and fear when we step in the arena. 360 C no, simply cycling, firm as a rock, push the guard when I'm building. Noise it up, block. I know you feel that you will. Take the check to see low peep the crew members. Brothers like ambush and CEO. Filthy rich down the man's and savages. Showing how scary y'all use the method to your madness. Real troops walk around with the joints to so get the point. Can't get the point, get the point, get the point. And now loud to the sound is the best folk. I catch you on the next note or on the block.
It is December 17th. Happy holidays. And whatever you celebrate, I'm going to say Merry Christmas. I don't give a fuck about you bitches with this. Don't say Christmas shit. I grew up on Christmas. I, be- I grew up believing in Jesus. And if that is offensive to you, then maybe you should find Jesus. Because <laughs> that is the problem. And uh, listen, it's just, it's Christmas. It's His name is in the holiday. And you can't say Christmas. You can't. They got Starbucks putting happy holidays, happy holidays. on the cups. All these hungry children. All these people. Things going on in the world, all this crime, this education, y'all fucking worried about some cups at Starbucks. That's For why real. I hate y'all. I hate y'all so much. <laughs> I hate y'all. Anyway, so Dr. Landon, the Derm King is in the house. Yo, yo. Welcome. Give it up for Dr. Landon. Give it Landon. up for Dr. Yo. Landon making all the ladies look beautiful. Yeah. He is, uh, you know, I had a, I've had extensive conversations with you about um, beauty and uh, Botox yeah. and all of the things that scare me because I've never had it before. And, you right. know, I go in there and I got I get uh, I get scared and then I run away. Botox <laughs> is the bomb. <laughs> Ada. Get on it. it. 2019 uh-huh. goals. Yep. I know. Do but it. I want to. Prevention is key. Prevention. Hell yeah. yeah. So please, I want you to explain to people, because one, uh, this kind of stuff is is deemed as a white thing. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you are an African-American. Mate. I yep. met Dr. Uh, Landon, the Derm King, through Ron G. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying Ron G gets Botox. Ron G no. sent me to get a facial. Right. Absolutely. So tell me, uh, please tell me, uh, first of all, let, let people know who you are, where you are, and what you do. All right. So wanna... I'm a dermatology specialist in Beverly Hills. And so um, what I do is I do a whole gambit of things that are related to anti-aging. So Ooh, it's not wait. just dermatology, right? It's it's everything to kind of help the the process of aging slow down or, or take you backwards in time, so to speak. So it's 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 dermatology. It's also um, we have allergy going on. So there's some things in, internal that cause inflammation that can also speed up the process of, of aging. And we also do hormone replacement therapy. So um, you know the hormones. If you're out of whack, you know then certainly your skin can respond a certain type of way, and it's all it's always in a certain type of loop that's synergistic. So we like to take a look at everything as opposed to snipping at the branches, like dig at the root. So that's a little bit about you know everything we do. So in terms of what you do on services, mm-hmm. all of that encompasses Botox yeah. to skincare. You even got yes. you guys even have. Detoxes. Absolutely. Absolutely. So not only Botox as a, a, a quick route to get rid of things, but we have things that are going to, once again, internally address some of the issues. Like, you know, is it your liver that's backed up that needs to be a little more, you know, uh, cleansed to kind of help that, you know, process of things getting out of your system. So we have liver cleanses. You know, we have IV therapy. You know, Oh, I out. love that. Yeah, so that's all the vitamins that go in your vein, right? All the vitamins, all the vitamins. So whether it's, Girl, it's vitamin we need to go C, do that. yeah, vitamin C, vitamin B. Um, you know, all the combinations, whether it's to help fight off things of immunity, uh, allergy. You know, if you have a, a hangover, we have an IV for hangover to help push Woo! out some of the things for the next day. You know, so we have we have quite a bit of things in, in that offering as well. So. so one of the things I'm interested in is that uh, blood facial. Yes. So I want you to explain that because I, I uh, that's that's my that's where I'm going to start. Oh, is that yeah. the, is that the vampire some... one, the vampire facial they talk about? Yeah. Yep, yep. It's oftentimes you know called the, vi- the vampire facial. or What it is is PRP, which is platelet-rich plasma, and also uh, microneedling. So those who are unfamiliar with PRP, PRP is your own blood being spun down, and the components of your blood, uh, you, know, you have your plasma being the first uh, component. The second component is your layer of white blood cells, and then you have your red, uh, your, your, your red blood cells at the bottom. But we take your plasma, your plasma full of growth serum, and also help stimulate stem cells, which then give your skin more stimulation for collagen. 
I've gotten that. Yeah. I actually got it done in TJ. How'd you like it? <laughs> oh, yeah? oh my God. But this lady is good. No, but oh. listen, my mom took me and I was like, what the hell? She started shaking my blood and it uh-huh. separates. And yeah. she even did it on my chest mm-hmm. and on my hands, girl. Because when you're right, when you're in the sun, your hands start to age. Why do you think you see the Asian ladies covering their hands? Mm-hmm. They're all covered up, freaking sun visors and everything. <laughs> what are some of the things you guys have done out there to keep yourself from looking older? Call in 310-986-6610. This is Truth Serum on Marcus King Presents Dash Comedy. And we are talking to the Durham King, who was at the premiere of Black Panther. I was jealous. I was watching. You were with (laughs) Angela Bassett, who is one of your clients. And listen, if nobody can run a commercial for for you, Angela Bassett can. Because if you tell somebody, I'm working on keeping you bitches from looking old. Mm -hmm. And you got Angela Bassett, (laughs) who is 60 and walking around in a bikini shitting on all these bitches <laughs> then um, I, I went straight to his office yep. when I saw her on his Instagram page yeah, yeah. It's, it's just amazing how um, you know how her skin is just you know certainly she's an amazing woman with her skin anyway but with some of the treatments and things that that she's um, come to us for it's, it's really kind of help her maintain that and that's what it's about it's really maintaining what you have it's not necessarily rolling back uh, and getting all the treatments done but certainly if you have something good hang on to it maintain it and then you know you just ride ride the wave and that's what we do we like to help people ride the wave Ooh. into anti-aging well you know a bitch around here trying to ride that wave because it's getting crazy you know the thing is that uh you and i talked about this yeah. the reason i was scared i've gotten scared of doing anything to my face and I, I never got Botox. I haven't gotten fillers yet. And I said, if I did, I would come to you to do it because mm-hmm. I, I see what you guys look like in that office. Yeah. But some of these bitches look like apples. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know why. That's one way to put it. Absolutely. I mean, the thing, the thing about it is there's, there's uh, a lot of different types of injectors out there. Okay. And, and certainly there's, there's techniques that have been employed by a lot of different people uh, that kind of give a certain type of look. Okay. Um, what I've been fortunate to do is to be able to uh, you know, understand the anatomy um, of a lot of different people, a lot of looks that are going on. And so uh, when you come in and say to me, I want to have this look, I want to, to do this, that's what we create. We don't well, what's the you, apple look, though? The apple look is, is you know, the expanded cheeks, you know, with, with more volume, you know, kind of giving you that Beverly Hills housewife look. Um, no shade against the Beverly Hills housewives. Love them. Uh, but it's it's certainly a... Fuck the a Beverly look. Hills hoes. I'm tired of this political correctness shit. That's yeah, you know sick. what? No, some of those... It's because, like, look, I, I'm all about... Because I get that. Botox, fillers. I've got my lips injected. I've yeah. gotten surgery underneath my eyes. I've right. got my boobs done. Mm-hmm. A little lipo sculpture. And I'm very open about it. Right. And if you're going to talk shit, then fuck it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, but it, you don't look like an apple. Th- no, because you know what? I, I love what he just said because it's true. Whoever's doing, like, you know, Dr. Derm... Derm, what? Derm King. Derm King. Like, he probably studies his patient's face. That's what it sounds like. And you, you know, like, for example, people are like, you do that shit? I'm like, yeah. But I'm, I like moderation. I like the kind of like the natural look. But if you ask me, I'm not going to deny it either. But I'm not going to do an apple either. Yeah, no, no, the apples are not good. Some, it's because it's addictive. Good, right? It's addictive. It, it just it makes you look so bomb, and then you want to go bigger, and then if you're like all of a sudden, you got to be able to tell yourself when to stop. Yeah, or either or either have someone to tell you when to stop, right? right? So like I have your a doctor. lot of patients, absolutely. Do you tell well, people when to stop? I certainly do. I would tell them no. And, and the reason why people don't tell someone no is because they want that price tag on, on whatever you're going to buy, right? That and sucks. and you you've got to you got to go to someone who's going to tell you no. Yeah, you, you it's like a, a parent, you know. You got to go to them. See, and I say, like him already. Yeah, you mm-hmm. got to say no. This is going to make you look 
whack. You know, this yes. is not going to give you the look you're looking for. I don't, I don't want your six hundred dollars or your eight hundred dollars. I don't, I don't need that. Right? It's more about my reputation. Right? So you, so there's, there's some of us out there that's going to care about not only you but also about the reputation. When someone asks you, oh girl, where you, where you get your fillers done at? And someone, and they say, oh Durham King. And, oh, they're like, okay, write down the name. I don't want to go to them. Because they're going to so like your they're, look. They're, yeah, yeah, exactly. So so we got to, we, we, what we do, we protect the brand by giving you good quality every single time, right? And yeah, we've not mm-hmm. spent any dollars in marketing. I'll tell you why. It's from word of mouth. Yeah, that's how I heard about yeah, you. Yeah, word of mouth, you know. Which is so, the best type of advertisement. Absolutely. I, I got a cryofacial mm-hmm. into your um, office. Tell people yeah. what that is because so, it was cold as shit. Yeah, so the advanced cryofacial is a three-step um, uh, skin treatment that helps to reset the pH level of your skin. Mm-hmm. Right? And so the pH technology is something that Derm King uh, and our brand has certainly gone after in helping people understand a little bit more about um, an advanced size associated with uh, the skin. It's very important to know what you're looking at. Now, there are some misnomers out there about this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I want you to tell people, inform people what you think. Um, let people know the facts because there's a lot. You're you, This is your science. This right. is what you do, right? right? right. So they, I've heard uh, if you put too much Botox in your face, when you stop, your face is going to just droop like a dog. Not unless you got the droopy dog gene. I mean, I don't okay. know. That, that that just doesn't exist. What ends up happening is if you stop getting it done, well, your skin, you're just going to look old. You're just going to look like you should be looking without <laughs> it. Right? So if you got droopiness going on, you come get it undroopy. You stop getting the, the droopy the droopy drip, then what's going to happen? You're going to start drooping it again. We're going to call it the droopy drip for the rest <laughs> of the show. <laughs> you know what? I don't understand people that criticize it and they're like, oh, it's enhancing, it's altering. Okay, bitch, if you didn't dye your hair, you would have gray hair. Yeah. If you didn't put mascara on, right. you would have low eyelashes. Like, well, I'm not into everybody enhances something. Other people like it. I think it's important for women and men to be able to do whatever they need to do that makes them feel good. Mm-hmm. I feel, I feel, there is some, there are some people who have body dysmorphia and so they start with the thing and then they can't stop and then you see the woman that looks like the lion because in their head they got a, a mental problem it has right. nothing to do with right. what's but that those that's the same thing for some people who have bulimia and anorexia they just keep losing weight but I'm all for it if you if it makes you feel good and you like it I love it but if you look like an apple, I'm going to tell you, you look like an apple, bitch. Well, well, thank, well, thank God most of these procedures are able to be reversed. So if you right. look like an apple, uh, you know, we can slim it down and look like a pear. You know, so no, listen, dry. Vivica yeah. Fox changed, fixed her face. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I love Vivica Fox. I am a fan and a supporter. I think she's one of the realest chicks ever. And she's Frankie from Set It Off, which is one of my favorite movies. Yeah. And I love her. But I could see the difference, the visible difference in her face. And I see that she fixed it. Yeah. And she looks beautiful yeah. now. Yeah, a lot of the procedures aren't, aren't something that, that, you know, not unless you're doing plastic surgery. I mean, this is, that's something that is, you know, um, you can't really mess around with that after it's done. But for the injectables, it's a, pretty, it's a pretty safe world, you know. So can I ask you some questions about some celebrities and you tell me if, you, if, if it's plastic surgery or mm-hmm. Botox and fillers? Can you look at somebody and tell... That's a pla- that that was a facelift. As I, could, a I could pretty I could pretty much make an educated guess, but my but my conclusion is not going to be you know facts, facts because you don't know. But yeah. like Jada Pinkett, is that a facelift or is that fillers and I love I'm a Jada Pinkett. Yeah, I love Jada. She yeah, is hot. More, more injectables. More injectables. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so the cheeks. Yeah, is the, exactly. is the let's go for the cheeks. Yeah. What about um, J Lo? Do you think J Lo's gotten because oh, she? Yeah, I she see is. a little wrinkles, and they say she's like anti Botox. Right. I mean, from what from what I know and from what I you know hear, one of the things that's not 
it's not facts. This is just from what I see. You know, I think it's just once again riding that wave. You know, maintaining your skin, keeping up with you know, uh, you know all of the principles of skincare that you know I can teach you. Come to Durham King Institute, uh, and we can wash your face, you. bitches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they said rule she number puts, one. <laughs> she puts that. Um, there's a cream that costs like a thousand dollars. It's called a. Oh, it's a it has it's in a foreign name. Like it's either Italian or French. Mm-hmm. La or Lemire. something like that. What's it called? Lemire. The Lemire. They said she puts that all over her body every day. Damn. Yeah. yeah. What does it have? Like 14 karat gold? 24 karat gold? <laughs> like, get the end. Ada, do you know what it has? Girl, I, can't, I can't. I bought uh, my lotion from Target. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I ain't spending no thousand dollars on I'd rather go to him than yeah. the. Uh, get, you know, fool myself thinking you know, that and I'm most, cream and, this shit and most people think that there's there's not much difference in uh, in the creams. And to be honest with you, there's there's some that that aren't. You know, and so you mm-hmm. really have to research uh, your products that you're putting on your face. You really need to look at the ingredients and see what's doing what and why it's doing. So it does take a little bit of of um, participation on the patient side mm-hmm. to really understand you know what they're doing and why they're doing it. And that's one thing that we uh, we love to do, which is why we're an institute, not just a medical practice is that we love to inform the people. You know, some of my patients, it's funny, I hear from other providers that go into other offices after a while, like, man, what are you doing to these people over there? They, they just come, they know, I can't, I can't tell them nothing else because they know everything when they come in. Yeah. And wow, because you what, educate them. We educate, 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 empower the people to understand so they can become active participants in their own health and also uh, their beauty regimens. And that's, that's part of riding the wave, you know? Also, if you want to go to an office where you can see nothing but fine men. <laughs> are they fine? <laughs> yeah, he got all these, look, it's a bunch of like, I've seen actors, models, Damn. and I'll be like, oh, you get this shit too? I'm in there like, wow. Every yeah. every single time I go in there, they sit me in this little room and I'm like, they setting me up. There's a camera in here. Like, <laughs> and what, are they are they patients or are they They're the his staff? patients. Yeah. His patients. Mm-hmm. They're all like everybody. This girl that walked them in there, that bitch looked like she just glided off a cloud. <laughs> I was like, who is this bitch? And where does she, how do I look like this? Right? So, um, I, you know what, I, uh, the question of the day that I thought would be suiting, if there's one thing you can change about yourself, what would it be? And why? I have to have the why. You can't just tell me I would get a nose job. I want to know why. So call us, 310-986-6610. We are here to take the call. This is Truth Serum Live. We are on Marcus King Presents Dash Comedy. And we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're coming back with the Durham King Roxy, and we're going to tackle some of these trending topics of the week. This is Truth Serum, and I am Aida Rodriguez. Yo, heart and mind, it's about time that you just unwind. Come on. And let it just happen, make it front free. Uh. Just sweat me like money panty. Uh. Digging you, getting inside of your steam. What? It's the quest cat keeping you company. Hi. Forever or however you want it. Word, word. Now wait a minute, my, before you dead it to the curb. Yeah. Try to make your questions, which is good, not the herd. But it, it, it ain't me, and I, I ain't blurred. I'ma still just chill with you. Maybe things could change if you change your view. Come on. If not, then I guess it is cool. Yeah. Just keep to yourself and abide by the rules, right? Check it out, Check it out now. Check it out now. Right there now. Check it out now. Sing it, sing it. 
Now you cut my hustles in the evening. Kiss my cheek, move it. You confusing. Should I just sit out or come off the? Tell me find my way. Now talk it out, talk it. Now you cut my hustles in the evening. Kiss my cheek, move it. You confusing. Should I just sit out or come off the? Tell me find my way. Now talk it out, right? Now you cut my hustles in the evening. Kiss my cheek, move it. You confusing. Should I just sit out or come off the? Tell me find my way. Looked up and down, said, hmm, I'll take a...
scratch can't get none. Hey, I'll be the one with the voice that trash me. Al Scratchy, getting down right nasty. I'm nasty. Girls in my vicinity. Back to my man, Big Gill. He got the remedy. Wanna be the perfect man. 
This is Truth Serum live here on the Marcus King Presents Dash Comedy Network here at Dash Radio. I'm so happy to be surrounded by love and good energy. Derma King, Derm King. I said I wasn't going to say Derma King, but I always want to say Derma because of what I what I know because of, I know what that means. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Derm King is in the house. Roxy La Comadre is in the house. So happy to be here with you, girl. I'm happy for you to be here too. You know, I feel like one day in the house is going to be out of style. Like saying such and such is in the house is going to be. They're going to be like that's so. It's weathered a few decades. It is. It, yeah. it has weathered a few decades. Yeah. Do we age ourselves when we say that shit or what? No. No? I think kids say that. Yeah, in yeah. the house. What's up? Somebody was like, in the building? They say in the house. We I think, say yeah, so in the I, house. I, think, I think the younger people say in the building. In the oh, building. In the building. Oh, in the bi- get with it, Ada. You motherfuckers are so brilliant. <laughs> like, like, fuck the house. Yeah, we now, we, we can't afford now. a house anymore. <laughs> so we are in the building now. We're going backwards. Soon it's going to be, we are in the single units. Yeah, like, <laughs> think asses. big, bitches. Think big. I know. Look, look, learn real estate before you make your thing. So I was saying something was hot and somebody corrected me at a comedy show the other day and they were like, we don't say hot. We say lit. And I'm like, bitch, if you don't get your lit ass the fuck from around me with your dumb ass, sit down somewhere, stupid ass. I, I'm not angry. That, that that term is played out, lit. It's like, yeah, lit. It's kind it was, of, it's an old term. It's like you think you're bringing something new back? Like, come on. Shut up. Uh, okay, so story number one. This is what trended this week. Your boy, when I say get your mans, I'm always talking about the president of the United States Donald Trump, he wants to take legal action against Saturday Night Live for making fun of him. Man, he's a joke. He's trying to find... I find it hard to call him President Donald. It's just like Donald Trump. I say your man. He just does anything he wants to do that's unpresidential. That's just, yeah. I think that's his way of coming in and changing the game and making a mark on history, right? Just doing everything that he wants to do. He's weak, man. Yeah. He's weak. He's a little spoiled rich kid. That's mm-hmm. all... You know what I mean? That, that he just... He... he he can't take the heat. It's like, don't, you know, don't try to shut the media up. This is what their job, this is what they're paid to do. Right. It's a skit for the love of God. Like comedy, yeah. duh, like you can't take it. You know what's Porque funny? Porque le duele. Of course, because it's too close to home. <laughs> le duele es el culo. I think she said it hurts him in his ass. 
But you know, I think it's uh, funny. So Donald Trump as a politician is an embarrassment and is hard to deal with and digest. But as a reality person and personality and entertainment, it's like a train wreck and it's kind of fun. Like, you yeah. know how dope it would be for the president to get arrested at the White House? <laughs> <laughs> that shit would be lit, as you young people will say. It would be fire. And it, and it wasn't the black guy. No, and it wasn't <laughs> and, the black guy. And you know what they're saying? Justice. They're saying that he's probably going to serve another four years. There's only two presidents, I think, in the history of the United States history that that pre a president hasn't served two terms. Most presidents serve two terms. Right. So everyone's saying he's going to get reelected in 2020. So uh, I'm like, wow. A lot of people are saying that. Yeah, but a lot of people don't read. A lot of people don't understand the law. A lot of people are so entertained by his bullshit, too, though. Oh, yeah, they love it because he's, well, you know, he's a train wreck. He's also a reflection of people who behave that way. And a lot of people who don't want to be accountable and want to say whatever they want to yep. say to people and want to be disrespectful and don't want to follow rules say, oh, I like that guy because he speaks his truth. But it's just funny to me because... He's it's getting a little it's getting a little dusty for him right, right. now. I think I think as things continue to come down the pipeline with all of the the truths that are coming out with the Robert Mueller investigation, I think that we're starting to see uh, the reason why he would want to go for a second election because you cannot um, get prosecuted, you cannot be convicted of the crimes during the time you're a president. Mm -hmm. So it, it behooves him to try to go. For, but I think all of his tactics that worked the first time, like i.e. Russia and everything else, is not going to work this time. I mean, we have a lot of things that are lined up, and 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 uh, you ain't going to run that same trick on the American people this time. Yeah, even though you got away with it this time, it ain't working. That's why he's pushing Aye. for the wall so hard because mm -hmm. that's like his last hoorah. He feels like if he really, if he demonizes that caravan, if he really demonizes the immigrants. That one fear tactic that he's used to move a lot of people where he fucked up by separating the kids with the children because even some of his supporters were like, we don't support that. Yeah. But he keeps pushing the wall. He's threatening to shut down the government because he wants that wall because that's his last. That's the final frontier. And right. he's been I mean, what else has he been able to follow through on with the people? You know, and the, he's even threatening to shut down the, the Tijuana San Isidro border yeah. like permanently. I'm like, no more Rosarito days to go eat lobster? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? I got my passport, cabron. I was just talking about that to Emery about how I miss going to get my lobster. Man, when was the last time you went? The last time I went was this year, girl. Like, yes, I love going to Baja California. Me it's too. like, I, I love to, it. I go to Puerto Nuevo. Your money just, I feel like it lasts longer. Yeah. I love bringing my trinkets back. I like eating all the street food. It wasn't, you weren't, it, you didn't feel in danger. At all. This bullshit. When you go to Tijuana, if, as long as you, look, don't go to like, to the dangerous parts. It's like every city. Right. But you're fine over there. No, Everyone's I go to like, Puerto oh my God, Nuevo where they sell silver. Get, they're going to sequestrar. They're going to kidnap you. And you're like, no, they're not. Oh, listen. You could get kidnapped in L.A. My claim Shoot. to fame would be getting kidnapped right now at this age. <laughs> hey. <laughs> what they, who they going to human traffic me to? They going to send me on a senior citizen tour? Like, who is going to? They are human trafficking people who are 12. Oh, somebody know? just texted me saying he wants the wall because the company that got the contract is a friend of his and he's getting a kickback. Of course. Oh, Everything we have is a my gosh. Everything is a kickback. I love when people tell the truth. Um, all right, we're going to skip on from uh, Donald Duck because his arguments, everything that he tweets, I don't follow him and I blocked him because I don't want to, I don't even want that in my world because I just feel like it's so many people feed him and that's why he continues to go. 
But I, I do think that it's ridiculous. And if nobody else sued SNL for making fun of them, and they have made fun of so many people. Everybody. Yeah. I don't think he stands. So I want to see you on SNL one day, Ada. Oh, me too. I want to host that. I bitch. see that shit. I, I you think, know what? Like, do we need to start a petition? What the fuck do we have to do? Yeah, we need to start like, a Like, you would kill that shit. Listen, all Let's my put soldiers, that into the universe for 2019, girl. I'm putting Let's it into the universe. That and put it out there. And like, then I will tell people that... Dr. Landon fixed my face. And that's how we keep that's how you keep it moving. And I believed in you, bitch. Yeah, I know you did. You always have. Always. And listen, I wanna say that um if you are listening and you are a supporter of any of the people that you've heard speak today, use your social media to support the people. Every single one of us who you've heard talk, even Darren who said three words are on social media. So the way that you create opportunities for the people that you like and the way to see more of them is by letting people know that you like us. So right now, I want everybody to get to the mic and tell people where they can follow you and how they can support you. Derm King, we'll start with you. So through my Instagram page, you're going to follow me at, at official Derm King. That's D-E-R-M-K-I-N-G, official Derm King. Darren? And Oh, go ahead. You the headline. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Me? Violet Darren. Oh, at D Nelly Radio, D N E L L Y Radio. The last time I saw D Nelly was at the Playboy Studios. Yeah. We yeah. Can't, it's been a while. Yeah, I was there doing I my heard scene. He was over Just there. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I heard um, he was over there posed, acting a fool, posing for all kinds of pictures. No, and mine is welcome to my world. When you follow me on social media, Roxy's World, R A, I'm the only one that spells my name like I spell it on, on Instagram. Right. Out of all, R A Q, capital C. S world, Roxy's world. So it's a combination. The other day, my mom hit me up. She's like, you and J-Lo have something in common. J-Lo's, for, J-Lo's name comes, comes from her first and last name, Jennifer Lopez, J-Lo. Uh-huh. My name comes from my name, Raquel, Raquel Cordova, Roxy. I, I was like, J-Lo, I love you. I have, I, I have a love-hate relationship with J-Lo, but J-Lo I'll support can do no to wrong. the end. She does wrong, but I, I still support her. The only thing I'm mad at her was about that Hector Lavo movie. What? Because it wasn't, it, I, first of all, Hector Lavo is like our Malcolm X. Yes. <laughs> like Puerto Ricans, we idolize him. He is the greatest thing that ever happened. And that movie was more about her than it was about him. So it was like, if she, if Hector was shitting, she would bring him the toilet paper. It was like, eh, let me get in every frame. And it just really pissed me off because I really wanted people to know the greatness of Hector Lavo and what he meant to us. It was very uh, trauma pornish. It was he was a drug addict. He jumped off a building. He also performed in Africa with Muhammad Ali for one of the greatest fights of the world. What? He also fed children and was part giving people clothes and treating, you know, taking care of the homeless and funding orphanages and did so many great things that it was just I like balance. If you're going to tell a story about somebody, tell the whole story because we're all multi multidimensional. But I like Jennifer. I have something in common with her too. She gets fucked by somebody named A-Rod every night, and I'm A-Rod. <laughs> <laughs> we are uh, live on Truth Serum. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. Actually, I want to talk about this story before we go to the next break. And then we're going to take a break. I changed my mind and made an executive decision. Cardi B was performing. First female headliner of the Rolling Loud show. And uh, Offset... Her uh, soon, well, her ex-boyfriend. Her, well, her husband. Her They're ex- technically soon still married. Ex-husband. She, they, they, she broke up and let us know via social media. And he uh, bum-rushed her performance, which Rolling Loud people said that 
Yeah, they put out a they, press release and everything. Did you yeah. read that shit? Yeah, they put them on blast. They were like, there's no way we would let somebody just commandeer the stage. But what I wanted to talk to you guys about was Cardi B was accosted on social media so much about being cruel for not taking him back. And I just feel like... That's bullshit. After a man cheats on a woman over and over again... Yep. But I don't think I don't think he admitted to cheating. He did. He no, he did admit. No, for talking to a woman or for trying to arrange a situation. But I don't think he actually did it. That is cheating, Darren. No, no, no. He, he said that I guess he never fucked her. That's yeah. what I'm saying. But that is cheating. So I want you to know because that's the uh, problem with, with men and women. I'll be women. quiet now. Cheating. Be- no, no, <laughs> no, no. Honestly, and what's your definition of cheating? Cheating begins in the heart. Cheating has nothing to do with an act. In your mind and your heart, like yeah, it's like, cheating right, is not right. about an act. You know? he, but I guess, I guess, if you some people, when it comes to technicalities of cheating, they're saying if he didn't fuck her, if he didn't fuck him, it's not cheating. That, for listen, some people, that's what it is. He said she went to jail for setting up girls that allegedly were involved with him and had them beat up. Right? I know, I did. I, I saw that. I, I don't, I don't know, but mm. I think cheating is not. It's not about an act. There are. It's men the intention. Who, yeah, there are men in, in prison who get raped by other men. That doesn't make them gay. That just makes. That that's just the act, but that doesn't mean that they're gay men. That means they got raped. They f- technically had sex with another man, but right. does that make them a gay man? No. no. Okay, so I don't. I does think- it make you a cheater if you know you're you're talking, you're you're entertaining situations? Yes. Um, if you step outside of the yeah, but the, I mean, it, what if it's what if it's for fantasy? What what if what if what if that makes him feel? Like a more of a man. To, I, I think it makes to, you have less to, of character and integrity more than anything else. I think that that's the two things that can lead to those bigger things, right? So I don't, right. I don't know if I would necessarily call that cheating, but I would say that you are a questionable person. I think for someone who's entered with vows and commitments and those type of things, Fair then enough. yeah, then at that uh-huh. point, then the question is on the table: Hey, whether or not you should stay with this person out of fear now that they've given you something to, to you know, to not be. Um, you're so confident about you know what I, to me it's just like it's not valid when somebody play, you know you you went like you said you went through this whole you took vows we're a marriage we're husband and wife we're one we you're had a married. child together right. you're right. married right and you actually you i mean this shit is public now right. you went as far the whole world knows that there was a potential that you probably did or did not cheat mm-hmm. on me but it's out there and then for the world to be pressuring you to tell you take him back cardi he did something fabulous on stage first of all you interrupted my set nope. i don't know everyone's going in on cardi that hard part. right now mm-hmm. because they're saying she knew about it they're right. saying this is a stunt right and you know hollywood is like that when the spotlight is on you sometimes and you know you're in a, you're an entertainer you give them more to talk about you right. feed it you feed it you feed it so um somebody just texted me that's supposed to be cardi announced she's not leaving offset but to me it's like you cannot put pressure on a woman to take or a man to take mm-hmm. a woman or a man back mm-hmm. if you're really in pain and hurting yeah. like who are you to well, tell me take them back right well i think that's that's he that's needs what to you prove do himself. When, you, when you when you have a public relationship you've kind of you set yourself up for public scrutiny and also commentary when that you know that that really shouldn't be the case. But you kind of, this is part, also part of being in that role that you are. You know, you kind of open yourself up to uh, the public opinion. Yeah, she did put the video up there that they yeah. were divorcing and then she deleted it. Yeah, I mean, she kind of, in, in 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 these aspects, she kind of asks for it. Yeah, know? that's true. You know, and I think it's all part of the attention and also, um, you know, the, the relevancy of her world. Yes. So, mm-hmm. what, so <laughs> final thoughts. Ada, what do you think? Ding, ding, ding. I think that uh, women should not be held accountable for the actions of their men. It is not Cardi B's responsibility to manage 
offset. Her man's dick. Yeah, he has to have. <laughs> and you know, the thing about uh, being in a relationship with somebody, like I said, I did it on my Instagram today. All actions have consequences. So if you want to be talking to other women, what you do is weaken the fiber of your relationship when you go outside of it, even if you're having miscellaneous conversations with other people, because that arms other people with information, especially now in the age of social media. They'll, they take pictures of your text messages and your DM. And what you do is you weaken that that strong front that you have. Yep. You know, I have a practice. If I'm involved with, uh, with I'm with my boyfriend and I, if someone I've been on a date with or someone else is is going to be in the presence of him, I let him know so that that person doesn't have power over our relationship. And I feel like Offset should go off somewhere. And Offset. Yeah, you know, he needs to go offset. Like, let, let Cardi think about it and process it. And feel it. Really, you know what I'm really saying? do some growing because just because she broke up with you doesn't mean that it's you have done changed. Forever. Right. You know, and right. that you've changed. It yeah. means it means that you got something to think about because you're a family man now. And so with that, we're going to take a quick break. This is Truth Serum Live. We come back, coming back with Macalo Medina. This is uh, one of my favorite shows. Roxy La Comadre is in the house. Derm King is in the house. Darren is here, kinda. And uh, <laughs> if you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be and why? Give us a call, 310-986-6610. We will be right back.
sweet serenade Sip lemonade as we laid inside the shade My heart was captured when you possessed it And we are back This is Truth Serum live with Aida Rodriguez We are here at Dash Radio This is uh, Marcus King Presents Dash Comedy And uh, I got a a DM yesterday with what I'm assuming is seven pictures of a dick (laughs) <laughs> and um, I'd like this is you tell me if you think the pictures of a dick or not, because I'm going to tell you by what it's. Oh, my God. After seeing your legs, uh, uh, seeing your legs on your stand up, I had to please don't block me. If I was yours, <laughs> I'd show you this every night. It's veiny, thick, no bumps, no oh. ash, no hair. It's healthy, very healthy, rarely been used. And you can practically <laughs> eat off of it. Shut that is not real. Like, no. Girl, He's talking about it. This shit sounds like a riddle. So uh, if you sent me seven pictures of your dick. And um, why didn't you allow it? I didn't allow it. That's why you can't see the I dick. I know. Can I allow it? Can no, I just? No, no, no. Me, I don't want to see that. Oh, okay. You, then you opened up the, the Pandora's box. <laughs> you know what's funny? send me a picture of his asshole next. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got a call. And uh, hit it, Darren. Are you in the air? Hello, you are on the air. This is Truth Serum Live. Who am I speaking with? Oh, we can't hear you. You got to call us back. All right, now, welcome to the show, my boy. He's a former president of the National Association of Hispanic Journalists. Correct. And you see him on local television. We went. To, we had the opportunity to share a beautiful trip to Israel together. And uh, we've become friends. We've actually stayed in touch, unlike some of the other people in the group. I love him dearly. He's a good brunch buddy. Give it up for Mr. Mikalo Medina. Just join us. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I'm glad you're here. How are you? I'm good. Things are uh, happening for you right now. Yeah, it's good stuff. Just regular TV, local news, lots of stuff happening here in Los Angeles, and just the continuing fight to make sure there are more Latinos in journalism generally. Yes, yes. I love you already. <laughs> I, uh, I've been, you know, so you've, you are an anchor now, right. right? But when I first met you, you were on, you were like on location. You were traveling. The reporter, yeah. Yeah, just you a were reporter. a reporter. But it was just exciting sometimes where I, I'd, I'd see you like, one minute I'd, I'll send you a message on Instagram and then you'd be in another place. Like, and I'm like, oh, that sounds like something. It's like my job. You're <laughs> right, just right. off. Somewhere. So how does it feel to make that transition from reporter to anchor? So I only anchor weekends. So three days of the week. No, I still... every, no but you're not allowed to say only on this show. Oh, okay. Good. I anchor weekends. Mm-hmm. Three days a week I'm out in the field. So, you know, I still get a chance to cover some amazing stories in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the wildfires here the last couple of weeks. Uh, mm-hmm. We were there for hours on end covering these fires in Thousand Oaks. And then like literally 24 hours before that, that mass shooting that happened at the Bar Line Bar mm-hmm. over in Thousand Oaks as well. So just kind kind of continuous news is what you normally expect in local news, and especially here in Los Angeles. So I do that Wednesday through Friday, and then Saturday and Sunday we're up perky early in the morning, and we're giving you the morning news from 7 to 8. Oh, great. I love it. I, I got an opportunity to go to Israel with you. Mm-hmm. And you, you know what? I, I remember distinctly, we were ta- I went to dinner with Shirley, who also went to Israel right. with us last week in New York. And we were laughing about you because you were very quiet during the trip, but you only spoke when you felt that you needed to speak. And then you would make a <laughs> statement because one of uh, one of our co, uh, one of the other people who went on the trip with us was a gay man, a white gay man, a white Cuban gay man. I keep adding his description, <laughs> but he was talking about transgender people right. and uh, in a way that was 
So funny that within the, the, the LGBTQIA plus community, there's ignorance within that community that people think that every gay person has the glossary of words. And he was talking about uh, them being sex workers. Right. And then you stepped up. Moncalo's is like the, the, the guy with the straight A's sitting in the front of the bus, not talking <laughs> to any of the dummies in the back. And then he turned around, quickly corrected him, and then turned right back around like... <laughs> I ain't going back and forth with you, <laughs> bitches. But um, we were laughing at that story. But uh, the funniest story that stayed with me is because you got, you're got you from Albuquerque, right? Yes, the land of enchantment. And someone asked you uh, about your Latinidad, right? Right. And they were like, uh, what generation? Like, the, so are you first generation? And you were like, no. And the person was like, and where are your parents from? Right. And you were like, uh... Here. New Mexico. And then you're like, where are your grandparents from? And then you were like, how far do you want to go back? <laughs> right, right. And you were like, you know those crests? My family has one of those crests. <laughs> so can you tell people what what, I, what this means? Because it was such a funny story. Right. So it's a conversation I not only have with non-Latino people, but even with Latino people who still kind of uh, don't understand the history of Latinos in the U.S. Mm -hmm. and especially in the Southwest. So my family, part of my family uh, settled Santa Fe, New Mexico in 1592. So they were part of the Spanish that, you know, came in and conquered and really uh, demolished tons of Native American tribes, killed off hundreds of men and married or enslaved the women and had children together. So I'm a product of that. It's not mm -hmm. a beautiful history that most people kind of want to project in the state of New Mexico, but it is the history that, that that's there. So my family, uh, you know, essentially developed Santa Fe, Las Vegas, New Mexico, San Miguel, which are kind of the older cities in northern New Mexico. And for the last 400 plus years, you know, we have evolved as a people there, kind of developing our own Latinness in a way that is different, but not completely distinctive from other Latin cultures in, in, in the, uh, the Western Hemisphere, but definitely something that we call our own. Uh, I, I, probably the last like 10 years of my life, I really explored a little bit more about my native Americanness because mm -hmm. you, when you grow up in New Mexico, you don't, you're either native American or you're Hispanic. The two very rarely cross because native Americans really want to be more authentically native American. Mm -hmm. So they, they boil it down based on the amount of blood you essentially have in your, in your system. Uh, and sometimes Latinos don't want that native American uh, association. I, I'm 30% Native American, mm -hmm. and I've been able to really identify what tribes I'm from or my my ancestry is from. And I'm what are exploring they? that. So Pueblo, Taos Pueblo, and Apache Indian, mm -hmm. uh, and more Apache than Pueblo, just because I had a great great grandmother who was Apache. Uh, great great grandfather married into the family essentially for uh, a, it was a marriage to gain land in the family. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what they did at the turn of the century back then. So. Um, you know, very few marriages out of love there. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's kind of... That that's Kardashian how, that, shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to the nth degree there, right? But but it's great because I'm able to really learn about this indigenous part of my history and something that's very apparent to people when I meet them, right? They see me and they don't see a white kid. Uh, and then they don't know sometimes what they see when they see me. They ha I have a Hawaiian name mm -hmm. that kind of throws people off as well. So... Uh, I'm able to really talk a little bit more about my indigenous background. I think that's uh, useful sometimes. You know, what's interesting is that we are all, everyone on this microphone has a, a, some indigenous mm -hmm. roots, right? And you can see it like 
we're Puerto Rican, so and Dominican, which is the Taínos, right? Mm-hmm. I know I can see the native all up on you. And can you see the native in me? Yeah, of course. What? What part of Salvi, right? Yeah, Salvi, Mayan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mayan, of course. Girl, okay. but I did an ancestry23andme.com. That shit came out that I was like 60% Asian. Okay, well, that's, well oh, that's, yeah, that's what. There's a lot of and Asian. I'm just like, what is, I, that, what is the Asian? I actually have an answer for you because I did, 23 and, I did a story on 23andme when it first came out. That shit is amazing. So the Asian is actually Native American, but <gasps> because. I'm the, hardcore, dude. Because the DNA between Asians and Native Americans is identical. It is. Most Native Americans don't want to accept that, but that's kind of the biological aspect of both of those cultures. Because well, the theory Nat- is they came over, uh, obviously, from the East. Natives, after they came from the Bering Strait, became Asian people. Holy right. shit. This yeah. turned no, into a well, history lesson. Well, the Asians lesson. became Native. Every, Sorry. You never know what's going <laughs> to happen on this show. This but. shit turned into a history but, lesson. Uh, I'm like, tuned in. What's up? We got to have a good, uh, good, we have to have a good balance of uh, conversation here. <laughs> Absolutely. But you know what's funny is that I feel, and most of my people of color, feel so proud about my native roots. Right. Like that it gives me a sense of pride to know that I come from the original people that were great and did things that were connected to the earth and that were connected to a, a, a spiritual base that was stripped from us. But I, I feel so proud. I like I don't feel any kind of embarrassment or shame, it, it it builds me up to know that I have native blood. So I think it's interesting that some people don't want to be connected to that. Right. There, I mean, there's a there's a beautifulness about native culture, generally speaking. I mean, not all of it's the same, depending on what part of the, the, mm-hmm. the U.S. you're from. But uh, I think there are some similarities. Like there's this idea that you don't, no one owns the land. You're right. all kind of tending of to it. And like, that's just a beautiful thing to think of because we're, we're not all on this earth for the you know, hundreds of thousands of years. We're only on it for the short amount of time and they know how to kind of handle that, take care of that and pass it on to the next generation. I think that's a great thing to do. Yeah, it's beautiful. That is Makalo Medina, local newsman, former president. (laughs) He got to be the president of something. Like, that's dope. (laughs) That's a dope title, right? That shit was a lot of pressure, I'm sure, right? A lot of pressure, but a lot of fun too. We, We accomplished a lot too, so that was important. So you're a journalist and news has changed so much. One of the greatest complaints about news is that it's become partisan because it wasn't. How do you feel news has changed and evolved like in the last 10 years from what it used to be before? So I think there are two things. One, I think news itself, good journalism has never been partisan. Good journalism is always about one agenda and that's the truth. Yes. The truth might be on one side or the other, but the truth is the truth, right? But there is a element, uh, an entertainment aspect of uh, broadcast that includes uh, conversation and opinion. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I would say argue most of the times most people don't know how to make those two or see those two differently. Mm-hmm. They see them as one in the same. So if you see the folks that work at NBC News and the hard work that they do to really verify and right. get down to the truth is really important. And if you see a talk show that's on MSNBC, right. that they're talking about opinion, those are really two different forms of broadcast and not necessarily journalism. So I really, I, I try to spend my time really trying to educate people on what you're watching, what you're listening, and how that's different from really hard, good work journalism. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's difficult because sometimes our own companies have kind of devolved or merged the two as well. So it's hard to kind of separate what they do. That I'll give you a great example, Fox News, right? Remarkably, Fox News, there are good journalists at Fox News that do exceptional work at making sure truth gets out there. There is a lot of opinion in Fox News. And most people, when they hear about Fox News, they think of the opinion side and not the good journalism that Mm. is. Sean Hannity says, I'm not a journalist. Right, right. Right. But I would argue most people in the country don't know he's not. 
They right. think he is a journalist because right. he's under the moniker of Fox News yep. Channel. So that this is, uh, do you think local news is more informed than when you are watching the cable news that is? Because I, I feel the stories come from a more direct place when I'm watching local news. Mm-hmm. It's like the story and what it is. Right, right. And even when I'm not watching opinion shows on cable, I still feel like there's a certain level of spin to support what side they're on. Because it, it, it's become like CNN and Fox News are like, right. you know, do you feel like local news is more informed? I think local news has a, uh, a, 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 a more um, determined focus on what we do every day. We're mm-hmm. not essentially about politics all the time. You know, for our viewers, uh, getting around L.A. is a big deal. Mm-hmm. And so we, we devote a lot of time to that, uh, fig- figuring out um, uh, what's happening when it comes to our economy locally is a big deal as mm-hmm. well. So we do a lot of work around that. We have a lot of breaking news in the city, right, like forest fires or wildfires and earthquakes and pursuits and all those that affect people's lives, mm-hmm. we focus on that day in and day out. And so our focus doesn't, we don't, I, I always say local news rarely does a big picture, right? They do sometimes, mm-hmm. but they really focus on the stuff that's happening around your life right now. And that's important because no one else does. So uh, you heard Emery say pursuits and ba- basically people have been sending me messages because I talk about Emery and they make, they make fun of me about one of my jokes about social media and talking about um, talking about my boyfriend being on my show. He comes to my show every week. He produces the show. And he also, I fuck with him heavy because he's my friend. He's like my best friend. So it's not <laughs> just so like born a, in a relationship. Yeah, it's not just like my boyfriend is tagging along and he beats me at night and I can't go anywhere without him. I actually like hanging out with him because he's my best friend. And, um, but he... <laughs> Uh, he watches these pursuits like right. on his phone. Oh so my God, me too. He has a, That's my biggest alert. fantasy. That's my biggest fantasy. I want to get in a high speed pursuit. Uh, no, you don't. Yes, I do. <laughs> but it, it's become such a big thing. Like, um, it's like almost pursuits. every day. I'm obsessed. Yeah, do you guys watch the pursuits? It's like one every yeah, day. Yeah, we can't hear you. No, no so that there's they don't happen every day, right? They happen a lot. Yeah, they, I mean, more than before. I I, I want to say almost every show I anchor, there's some sort of pursuit somewhere in the process of that one hour or two hours of the show. Uh, sometimes it ends. Uh, sometimes it doesn't. I will say this: that I will defend why. Uh, news organizations cover pursuits because sometimes I think people think we do it for entertainment. entertainment. No, it really affects people. I mean, like it affects traffic. traffic, It affects, especially if you're going, uh, cars going down local streets and people are walking down those streets. That's important for people to know to kind of get out of the way Mm -hmm. because that they may fall victim to a speeding car when they're not expecting that in that neighborhood. So I think that's important. That's why we cover it. And that's why we put it on live. And we try to put on all platforms. So you'll not only see it on TV, but on social and and our website. I see. Well. I mean, it, it pops up now in your alerts because we're so tech savvy. But if you're driving, a lot of times you're listening to the radio. You don't know if there's a pursuit going on around you. Right. You're right. listening to music, your Spotify. You're like the, the only people entertained with pursuits are people at home. Right. Yep. And people that are actually watching it on their phone, which if you're driving, you're probably not. You shouldn't. Yeah. You shouldn't, huh? <laughs> you shouldn't, right? I will say this. 90- it's for entertainment, girl. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I will say this. Police say 98 point something pursuits always end with the guy getting captured. Always. Yeah. You and rarely you can escape the police. because they, they always, if they got they cameras and helicopters. Everywhere, yeah. 
I will say I've seen two pursuits end with the suspect getting away or disappearing. One was a car that drove into a parking lot at a mall and the guy walked <gasps> into the mall like and nothing. disappeared. They haven't found him. Car didn't belong to him. They had, they had no idea. And another one was a motorcycle uh, driver. He ditched it somewhere and went underneath a tunnel oh, wow. in a what? drainage area. They never found him. Oh, oh my, what about that one pursuit <laughs> where the guy was like Robin Hood throwing money out of the car? Oh, you remember that him, one? Yeah. They caught him. <laughs> oh, he, got he, caught. he blessed the neighborhood. I was like, good job. You're going to jail anyways. <laughs> so we got a call. Uh, let's, let's take this call. You are live on Truth Serum. This is Ida. Who are we talking to? Uh, should I identify myself or can you recognize my voice? Yes, you can identify yourself. Of course. I love uh, you. This is, this is uh, Dad, and uh, I can't hear him. I've been, I've been uh, trying to catch the show every Monday. Most of the times I have. I've been with you guys since jump. And so here I am. Here I am. Here I am. So... So uh, can I say what, what's, what's happening, or do I have to uh, follow the script, whatever that is? What's happening? I want to talk. About, I want to talk about uh, the Durham King because I'm I'm like interested in in what's happening with him. You know. So we, he, I want to hear what real, you have to say. But I have. To, oh no, no, no! It, it's it's above ground. I won't say anything on, on the ground. You know. So, uh, but yeah, yeah. I just want to let him know that uh, I'm proud of the brother and uh, how he's working it because. Uh, it's a lot of a lot of business out there, you know. And we, if we could bring the price down and, and spread it out to the, you know, the uh, people of color community, you know, he could make a whole bunch of a lot of money. But I'm sure he's making enough without it. I thank you. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. 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 And uh, Cardi B, that is that is really really, that's a joke. But anyway, let me say about what I have to say about that. You know. Relationships are a part of life, okay? But and I'm not ashamed of this, so I know my son probably is. But I'm about to say, <laughs> is this your man's daddy? So, so I'm like 76 years old, right? And so I have, I have this phenomenal, or I should, I should say, I have these phenomenal genes that's that's working, right? I have I have no issues that would uh, preclude me from doing or being the person that I was a few years back. You know, uh, i.e., you know, I don't have uh, diabetes. I don't have uh, uh, high blood pressure. Uh, you know, I'm, I don't take any medication. The only medication I take is, is, is uh, Hennessy, you know, and that starts off in the morning. When I get up, you know. Are you but, drunk uh, on Hennessy right now? Uh, yes, I am. <laughs> oh, I, I, figured, I figured you were. <laughs> he said, "Yes, I am." But, but this ain't, but this ain't Hennessy talking, though. Okay, okay. So anyway, so take this. So, yes, I am. So are, is, are we gonna do this a dating service right now? Is that what? So people can follow you on what's your Instagram? Uh. I, okay, remember that I had that issue with that trying to sign on, so I got two. But the but the main word is is at Y Roman. It's Emory spelled backwards, thirty three. <laughs> y Rome. Rome, you know Y R O M E. Emory spelled backwards. Uh huh. Thirty three. Thirty three. Thirty three. That's how. That's so. I because I need when I run this, I gotta run it right. Like so, if you are a woman. 
Between the ages of 50 and 80, this is an eligible bachelor living in the Nevada area. His Instagram is Y-R-O-M-E 33 and you need to go see his page. He has a full head of hair. He's tall. <laughs> no diabetes. No, no diabetes. high blood pressure. And the man could perform in the sack. And he can have a drink but. with you. And he got a joke for you. And he loves him some Hennessy. Hey. And some big hips. Goddamn, goddamn. I didn't shit here. I'm just saying. I can't hear him. But here's one thing. And I weigh 180 pounds. I've been weighing 180 pounds for 100 years. Okay. And he's thin. He's thin. He's very clear and, about and, being and thin. And here's, and here's how I do it, though. Here's how I do it. I eat when I'm hungry, which may be two or three days. Okay. And then I, What do you I, eat is the question. What do you eat, sir? I eat, I eat vegetables, no potatoes, I, uh, except for they got some purple potatoes out there now that's, that's, that's higher in potassium than the original potatoes. Mm. And they're easier to digest. And uh, I don't eat junk. You know. I don't eat junk. I eat nothing but vegetables, fish. Wait, wait, let me take that back. I treat myself twice a month. One big steak and one big catfish. Other there you go, that, ladies. Ooh. Big catfish, a big steak, uh, no potatoes. Um, yep, I thank you so it. much for calling. I love you. I got to wrap up the show. But I, Dirk right, King I, is sitting right here next to me. He is beaming because he heard what you said. Yes, thank you so much. I appreciate the love and support. Please stop in and see us. And we are, we're, we're gonna uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we are coming back with Truth Serum Live with Ida Rodriguez. I got a couple of questions for this panel.
are back. This is Truth Serum Live. We are here at Dash Radio. This is Marcus King presents Dash Comedy. I am Aida Rodriguez. Roxy is in the house. The Derm King is in the house. Makalo Medina has joined us. And what I want to ask you guys is, you guys are all kind of star. Well, not kind of. Your star is in your field and what you do. Do you feel that as your 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 star has risen, more people try to date you, and you get you got groupies now? <laughs> you got groupies because you just told us before the show started you do a lot of communicating on DMs with people. But as you now that you're on the air, right, Makalo? Right, right. Do you get more uh, attention from people, suitors? I've been I've been desperately searching for a stalker for many, many years. <laughs> <laughs> it's not happened. No, I don't know. I mean, it, believe me, if you're single between 35 and 45, give me a call. <laughs> 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 Honestly, no, I don't. Uh, I mean, I, I get a lot of DMs from people who I think want to like, mm-hmm. but I, you know, I, I answer briefly and move forward. So, uh, Darm King, how about you? Because I, I watch you. Yeah, I mean, we get a little a little attention, but it's it's always from what the kind you don't want. We call them right. the booger queens, you know. We, we, <laughs> what you oh, call bo- them? Booger queens. Booger queens. Booger queens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are the ones that you uh, you know you keep on on unread, so that way it just kind of rolls over and you don't pay attention. But yeah, there's the there's the there's the attention that's there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Roxy, I know you get it, girl. Girl, I get it too much. You know, yeah. it's funny because you know, I I like to open my DMs. You know, one mm-hmm. of my one of my boys who's really big in marketing, he always talks about social media and how people really can make good business connections on social media. So he calls your DMs like the waiting area of a hotel room, mm-hmm. of a hotel, of a hotel, the, the lobby. Like you just never know who's gonna slip in. But yeah, I do. I get on Snapchat a lot of dick shots. It's really like, mm-hmm. fellas, if that's what you got to do to get a girl's attention, what happened to like mental stimulation? Yeah. I you never, I, I don't know. I got one girlfriend. It kind of weirds me out, to be really honest. That's like, ooh, like my girlfriend, I was with her yesterday. I showed her the DM and she was like, ooh, hit it so I could see the dick. And I was like, why do you want to see? I don't know that many women who want to see a dick pic. You know, on Snapchat, it's not like a approve or deny. It just comes in oh, unless no. I don't open the message. And I like to be really engaged with my audience. I think right. that's why, you know, my numbers have like gone up since I got off of traditional radio because that's the way they follow me is on social media. And sometimes they need advice. And sometimes I open it to a picture and I, I used to do it with my ex-boyfriend. We would lay in bed. And I would be like, look, check out the messages that I get. And it was like, dick shot, dick shot, you know, at least three a day. Oh, yeah. Um, Emery opened up a, a big dick pic on my Facebook page because he was the, he it's was like, come on, at least, hilarious. Groom, at least groom yourself. Yeah. Take pride in that shit. Go get laser with Dr. Derm King. Uh, do you do a dick work over there? I, I, I do not do dick work. What kind of dick work? <laughs> no. I heard somebody that got Botox in their penis. For Is that even possible? There is. You get Botox in the scrotum. Um, what? Wait, your, wait. Make the... your ball sack smoother. I heard a story Shut about that. Ah. So that Chappelle joke, that was real? <laughs> that was real. That was real. <laughs> How common is that, work? though? It's not common. I don't see any patients for scroll work. But it's so funny. <laughs> but tell me, it makes the boss. You don't need that money work. either, do you? It, it, it takes away the you know the wrinkles. The wrinkles. Yeah. That's where we got smooth, to. I mean, but the wrinkles is kind of like part of nature. Like it's supposed to be there. I mean, you could smooth it out if you get to that point of excitement, right? I, I, I think there's a whole entire level that that's there that I don't know about. Uh, but I think there's some guys that that truly take their. Uh, 
appearance out of their ball sack really seriously. He said, I wow. don't do uh, I don't do scrotum work. Macalo, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you ever thought about putting some Botox in your balls? Uh, I actually did a story on that, or we did a story on that. Uh, there's a name Somebody for got- it that they call it. It's like scrotum something. But apparently the trend is is that it, it, it allows uh, the testicles to hang lower. They call it the pitbull look. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that some men actually prefer, some women actually prefer the that too. The pit bull look? Yeah, so from behind, you know, <laughs> oh, they kind of, yeah. The pit bull, have you heard of women bleaching their asshole? Yeah, I have. Like, are, do you do yeah, that, doctor? Yeah, we've, we've done a few patients, yeah. I you mean, bleach the asshole? Because you, they just want it to be white. But I have a question, though. Like, when you send out the forms to get somebody's asshole bleached, is there like a, I need you to do this before you bring your asshole to me? <laughs> Absolutely. It's, 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 it's hygiene preparation. Right. So, right yeah. there's, Which there's is a, what? There's a list. Well, I mean, you want to make sure you're, you're clean. You know, you want to make you sure could, Some you, people, colicagada viene y se aparece para que le limpien el culo. Oh, my God. What's like the nastiest thing you've seen, doctor? Have you ever sent somebody home for the ass bleaching and said we not? Uh, we have rescheduled. <laughs> Bye, Felipe. Bye. Kanye talked about a song, White Girls with Their Asses Bleached, right? And I'm sure Kim does that. What? Do, I mean, what Kim's. I can't even describe what possibly happens. It, he probably jacks off to Kim. Like, he probably's not allowed to put his dick I in I mean, her that's pretty, pretty. If I was a man, I would want to be with women that I could jack off to just by looking no, at her. No, but I'm saying she. he probably can't touch her. That's her moneymaker. She's probably like, I can't have the penis. You you got to stand over it's there. It's going to dislocate it. Where's Chloe? It, Chloe, he needs intercourse. Come on in here. <laughs> oh, um, my gosh. Oh, guys, not being so sensitive. You know what's funny is that people get outraged when you make fun of people who put their entire life out on social media yep. for scrutiny like they live a public life so they are there so that we can react we can talk about them they want to be in our conversations because that's how they make their money yep so i stand by my joke god damn it and i support you girl i appreciate did it. you hear about ariana uh, ariana grande's ex p davidson supposedly was suicidal the other day you know, sometimes I feel like either these people either have mental health problems or they're doing it for attention. Yeah. Well, like, sometimes you don't know in Hollywood. I think with Pete, because uh, he's a com- he's part of my comedy fraternity and we don't diss family in front of the company. But I will say this. Pete, Pete has battled with mental health issues. He's been very open about it. He suffers from depression and anxiety. He lost his father in 9-11. Comedy has been what he copes, how he copes with his issues. And yes, he makes jokes that are very uh, edgy and make people uncomfortable, but he's never, he he's not afraid to turn the, well, I don't want to use that term, turn the gun on himself, but he's never been afraid not to make fun of himself. So yeah. he makes fun about his father being, uh, dying in 9-11, because that's how comedians cope with their own trauma and pain. Like Robin Williams, he was very much that, like that. A lot of comedians suffer from depression. Do you? I do. You do? And I've been very open about it. Yeah, I do. Um, I like that. Yeah, no, I think that it's it's important to let people out there know 
that they're not alone and that just because somebody is showing up on social media, like you said at the beginning of the show, you're like having a good time, but you're still trying to make it through life like everybody else. Yep. I don't take medication. So for me, sometimes my lows are really low because I don't want to take medication because I'm a comedian and I don't want to be medicated. What about smoking a blunt before you go on? Is that, uh, is I've that, smoked a blunt before, that's natural but I don't medication. Do it before I go on stage. Oh, okay. Why? You think it'll fuck your setup? No, I just don't want to gain confidence uh, in being funny from a substance. I don't yeah. want to get drunk because then you rely on that and I've seen a lot of comedians spiral about you know spiral out of control um, but yeah so I think Pete Davidson is probably really going through something the un- the unfortunate part about being a celebrity is that you live your life out loud he had a breakup recently he had a backlash recently a lot of things have happened he's still a very young man and he's coping just like everybody else so I feel like he deserves a pass and you know, to say something like that on Instagram, I don't think he was just doing it for attention. I think he was maybe really he going was through something. Maybe he was crying for help. Yeah. I was like, what does Ariana Grande do to these guys? I don't know, but it for must somebody be golden. who looks 12, that pussy right there is, it must really it creates just... music hits. <laughs> and at the same time, she got motherfuckers spiraling out of control. So Serious. I don't know. I'm not, and I'm not trying to blame her for what's happening to Pete. I just think, you know, Ariana Grande is... Is awesome, and um, it's hard to get step away for and walk away from awesome. Have you ever walked away from awesome? Have you ever been involved with somebody and walked away and's like, damn, with my mm. fucked up? Have you? Yeah, <laughs> I have. A guy? I have. Yeah, I, I kind of, sort of. Uh, I mean, I just feel like if it was that awesome, I would have stayed. Right. You know what I mean? But what but, made you think? Mm. You know, getting older, you're like, damn, I could have been a little bit more patient towards that one little defect he had. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's like, you know, fuck it. Like, life goes on. What was the defect? What was the defect? I just, he was, he was a big time mama's boy. <clears throat> but overall, like, he really understood me as a woman. Latino? Latino. Oh, it's your girl. I've only dated Latinos, girl. I've, oh, my three boyfriends have only been Latinos. I mean, yeah. just, what, should I? Roxy's a racist. You no, heard I'm her? No, i <laughs> guy i have i have dated now that i'm single i've dated but you know my boyfriends have been latinos yeah. they've all been mexicanos from like different estados in mexico oh yeah am i missing out like do i need to go date a jew or what, what i mean suggest? you should you should date everybody and see what makes you make that's the thing i think the tribalism within latinos really uh holds us back sometimes like i've dated a cuban i've dated a persian a white guy. I've, uh, everybody's like, she only likes black guys because she's this. No, I, I've dated uh, different people. I've gone out on dates. Hey, my jam is my jam. What I like is what I like. Yeah. You know what I mean? But um, I do think that we Latinos tend to stay very much in our own. And then when we step out of it, our people to make us feel like we've betrayed La Raza. <laughs> she's got a black boyfriend. She hates us My now. sister just married a brother. She's super happy. I bet she is. Yeah, we love her too. <laughs> Look, everybody in here who's had sex with a brother is like, yeah, Darren is like, I don't know what's going on. I won't participate in that. But everybody to my right is like, yeah, yeah. Including Justine, my my boyfriend, my son's girlfriend. Um, so have you walked away from Awesome? Yeah. You have Derm King, who you walked away. You don't have to say his name, but tell me why you walked away from Austin. Um, I think it was just different um, places in life, uh-huh. and you oh. gotta you gotta realize that um, that life is pulling you in two different directions, and mm-hmm. you gotta just 
go with the universe, you know. But awesome, still awesome. Awesome may not necessarily be for you in that Your moment. Awesome. It might not be my awesome, but you're still awesome. And Makalo, what about you? You walked away from awesome. Uh, I think so, like once. Uh, but I'm I'm usually the let's figure it out person. So, but there's there's been moments when I've just like you kind of. I no, thought you were going to say, I'm I'm usually the awesome that people walk <laughs> away from. I try to be, I try to be, but yeah, um, it happens. Yeah, everybody, I walked away from awesome. It just wasn't my awesome. Right. You know what I mean? And then my awesome showed up. I got that awesome out of the way. Um, and I, you know, I have uh, ex-boyfriends that I uh, wish death upon. You know, then I'm like, oh, I look forward to the day that uh, th- that that drive that you see that that a pursuit um, happens and I can say, ooh, but um, I do have people that I dated that I thought were great and they just were not for me. And that was the wrong time in the wrong place. Um, you are listening to Truth Serum. We tell it all here. Yeah. This is Aida Rodriguez. We're on Dash Radio. This is Marcus King presents Dash Comedy. We are sitting here. It is Roxy, La Comadre, Macalo's in the house, the Derm King, who's going to get a bitch right before her TV show. And uh, we're having a great time. If you are out there listening, you got a few minutes to call us and let us know what you feel about uh, anything that we talked about today. The number is 310-986-6610. Right now, I want to I talk about this other story. Uh, we talked about Pete Davidson, and it was a, it's a great segue into one of our stories because Colin Crow, who is the founder of Vine and HQ Trivia, uh, was found uh, dead in the last couple of what? days, um, apparent overdose. The founder of Vine? Yeah. Yeah. He was. He founded Vine and HQ Trivia, which is like a, one of my friend, comedian friends, is is a host on there, Matt Brooks. What's his name? Um, his name is Colin Crow. Girl, you know I'm on Google already. I Google oh, yeah. everything. Yeah, I don't know. K-R-O-L-L. And so drug overdose. So I wanted to talk about this because everybody here seems to have a very healthy lifestyle, seems to be very, you know, focused. And and the thing is that this guy, a very successful guy, people never, ever associate success with, you know, an overdose. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you don't you don't think that that will happen to those people. Um, We live all very high pressured lives trying to maintain relevance in this crazy world how do you keep your how do you keep your head Derm king how do you say not today satan <laughs> well i think it's it's for me it, it's it's been a balancing act of of putting myself involving myself in things that i do enjoy mm-hmm. you know and so continuance and 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 pushing myself out to the positive things i think that's kind of keeps me you know not focused on the on the negative because there's a negative mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of things that come you know my way that are challenging that are challenging to you know my spirit you know and and sometimes you know it, sometimes I try to look at the best of me, but you know, there's some days that mm-hmm. you know it can it can drag you low. Um, but I try to you know throw myself me personally into my my, my business because mm-hmm. at the end of the day my business is gonna keep loving me. Mm-hmm. The other person won't. Yeah, went to dinner with you and three of your friends, and mm-hmm. everybody was so healthy. Yeah, you know, yeah. like it was just a very it was such a refreshing, and and we went to was it catch. It was one of them yeah. Hollywood spots yeah. where I'm sitting with the three finest dudes in the restaurant. It's really good <laughs> for my image at the moment. But everybody was really healthy. Every they were eating healthy. I mean, responsibly drinking. Right. It was just, and um, I, I'm like, what is this underworld of drugs, Macalo? You report on this. Mm. 
what it what's going on it's it's become they said it's an epidemic right. again right well yeah and it depends on where you are what part of the country and what type of drug but uh, i mean especially in places like los angeles there are there is easy access to certain types of drugs in places like hollywood and west hollywood as well that actually do things to your you know system that make things much more intensified so people kind of get hooked on that intensity and sometimes they can't not leave that 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 high and so i think that's how a lot of folks kind of get hooked on these drugs to begin with for me like i um i i think it's it's good and it's natural to understand the lows and the highs in your life mm -hmm. and really experience those authentically because then you really have a better true sense of who you are and what you want ultimately mm -hmm. if you artificially inflate that i think you're never going to really understand just just like you said you know you don't you didn't. You don't get to smoke a, a joint when you go out on stage because you want. I, I feel like that's that's a good lesson in life. Like you really want to experience life really authentically mm -hmm. without those kind of stimulants that make things either better or worse. Mm -hmm. And for me, like I'm a total Virgo freak. I need to be in control, so I couldn't couldn't imagine doing something like that. August 29th. <laughs> August 31st. Uh, Roxy, <laughs> what about you? You are around so many high profile people. Have, has anyone ever passed a tray of cocaine your way and say, here, girl? Yeah, you know what? I've been around it all. I've been around it all, but thank God I I was raised, like, in a very religious home, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm not, like, a church go every Sunday, but I, I have a very pretty deep understanding of who I am and what my purpose is, and I think that when you really start understanding, you don't have to be a celebrity to understand what your purpose is. When you really understand, like, your calling – and for example, me, I feel like, I feel like girls, there's so many days that Satan's like trying to attack me mm -hmm. that I'm like, not today, mm -hmm. Satan, back up. Like, mm -hmm. you know, because I know that I'm light and I know that I'm meant to do great things and inspire other people and inspire myself. I think a lot of people have like, like Makalo said, this dependency on something, mm -hmm. right? The only thing I depend on every morning is God. Like mm -hmm. to give me my strength. And I'm not even trying to get religious, but it's not like it's like I have I'm like, give me the strength to wake up, to get out of my bed, to serve my best purpose today. And there's days that I don't want to get up. But I also remember like God don't like lazy. You know, God don't like ugly. And it's <laughs> I, I just remember my purpose. And I think that just really um, I just I just I stay prayed up, girl. I stay prayed up because I know that different things are trying to take me down, whether it's my own voices in my head, which we right. all have. You don't right. have to have mental health issues to, in order to hear voices in your head. Like I hear voices. I hear the devil and the angel. That's what it is. Sometimes I'm the sometimes it's the devil. Sometimes it's the angel. And I'm just like, dude, please. I want to just strive for balance. Let me breathe. So that's why I do like a lot of yoga, a lot of like live breathing exercises. Like mm -hmm. I do this thing in Kundalini yoga called breath of fire where you literally like pump from your navel. You're like, <laughs> and I know it sounds crazy, but, right. or sometimes I just shake it off. Like Taylor Swift says, shake it off. Sometimes I literally have to like get my whole body. And I'm just like, I re recalibrate my brain mm -hmm. and I just shake and I just shake. And I'm like, okay, breathe, bitch, breathe. And I, I talk to myself a lot. And so do whatever works for you, but don't go to the doctor and give in to like, you're depressed. Mm -hmm. Here's some anti-medic, here's some antidepressant medication. Like if you read side effects for medication, one of the highest side effects of antidepressants is suicide. Mm -hmm. Like how are you going to tell me you're giving me a drug to help me cure something, but yet one of the side effects is I'm going to want to kill myself. Absolutely makes no sense at all, but people fall for it. And they like, no, pues me tengo que tomar una pastilla. And then another one, and then another mm -hmm. one. Like, no. Well, you know, I think that they, um, 
I that they there are people who actually have serious mental issues. That's chemical, chemical imbalances, chemical imbalances who actually really need um, medication. And then there is a group of people who are being medicated unnecessarily because there are ways. And and you have to go to a, a healthcare professional mm-hmm. to find out where you are on that, right? So. Sure. I don't want to discourage somebody who actually is dealing with a real issue not to go get medication. And at the same time, I think there, there there's balance. And for yeah. me, you know, I, I choose to do things uh, homeopathically because I've, it just better serves who I am. Um, but I, what I want to say is that if you're out there and you're struggling with addiction, we know that addiction is a disease. It's not something you can just walk away from. Please seek help. Go find, talk to somebody who's been there. Uh, a lot of us like to talk to people who deal with addiction and who've never been addicted, and we like to come from this condescending place. There are people, a lot of counselors, most counselors have actually been addicted, and that's why they've become counselors. And you should reach out to those. And listen, it all begins with you. When you're ready, there is a health of re- a wealth of resources out there to help you with your addiction issues. And um, I come from a family of addicts, so my heart is with you, and I hope that if you are struggling with something right now, this story about Mr. Crow is the story that sets you on the path to recovery. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to wrap the show up with the all-stars of the December 17th Truth Serum show. Um, Derm King is in the house, Makalo and Roxy La Comadre. We will be right back and letting you know how, where you can see these all-stars next.
We are back live. We had a little technical issue with our caller, but Daddy Emery, we want to thank you for calling. We love you. <laughs> and uh, you uh, brought light to the show and levity and the only caller of today. So thank you. Everybody in here was enjoying you. Um, I want to ask you guys the question that I ask uh, everyone who comes here. And you can all answer uh, what are three things about yourself that people probably don't know. Oh, damn. Everybody has this look. Three things about me that people probably don't know. Three things about you that people probably would never know. See, that's probably because I don't want them to know. Huh? That's probably because I don't want them to know. (laughs) (laughs) But I I don't mean secrets. I mean, like, things that people wouldn't know by, like, some people say, I'm scared. I I don't watch scary movies. Like, for me, one of mine is like, huh? A hidden talent. A hidden talent or things about you that you don't like. I don't eat onions. I don't like cooked onions because they look they remind when I was little, my brother and I were outside and we saw some worms because I live in Florida and it was raining. And my brother was like, those look like cooked onions. And I never wanted to eat a cooked onion again. So um, I, I always say both of my grandmother's names are Ida. That's and they, they come from two different countries. Never met each other. And I was named after both of them. But what are the odds of having two grandmothers with the same exact name? Um, so I'll turn it over to you guys. Oh, my gosh. Bacalo, mm. what you got? I don't know. Uh, I'm allergic to shellfish. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, so don't send them shrimp for Christmas. No, no. <laughs> I, I love it, though. I just can't eat it because I'll die. Uh, <laughs> um, I love scary movies, but I, I'm the worst at them because I hit people because I get freaked out too mm-hmm. much. And um, I don't know. A third one. I'll let you think about it. Roxy, okay. you got, what you got? Um, let me see. I don't like doing laundry. Okay. Um, but I have to do it. But I will wait to like the very, very end so I'm out of clothes. Um, what else? I, I, uh, I love shopping for panties for myself. <laughs> I have like a panty shopping addiction. I just... I like buying G-strings for myself. Um, and what else? I I sleep with a nightlight. Okay. I like I like light in my room, not too much, or like a nightlight or a candle, like a church candle. You know those church candles that mm-hmm. you go into a church and they're always on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like complete darkness. Okay, uh, I got. I'll get. I can rock with that. <laughs> my turn. Yeah, okay. yeah. Doctor, so, I mean, I think I think. Um, well, one most people don't know I was a, a Division One college football player. Um, mm, that's what? Uh, that's interesting. And then so and two. Three <laughs> <laughs> so tight uh, end. Lo- no, 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 that's good. <laughs> that's good. Everybody no. on the panel objectified you. At that <laughs> right. like, every, me, Roxy, and McCallum were like, mm. right. Uh, Lion King is my the the greatest movie of all time High to five. me. Right. Yes. I can't wait for the actual Remember the movie. Who you are. Exactly, exactly. Uh, and then the third one. That believe it or not, I still have a large population of people. Who just cannot believe that I'm gay? Yeah, it's we the, can't. We can't yeah, I didn't believe it either until yeah. you told me. I, I think I'm like, just disappointed. I think I just have to wear like rainbows <laughs> now, like to really just gotta get it out. But people really have a hard time believing that I'm that I'm gay. Were you I, out in your football days? I wasn't. Okay. Nope. Man, I was just, just, you just crazy? asking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what school did you go to? Bowling Green State University. Yeah. But what was what the position? Uh, Ohio. Oh, okay. Ohio. What did you play? Urban, what Urban Meyer was my coach. Running back. Uh, I was actually defensive back, so I was a corner. Oh, a DB. Mm-hmm. Were you yeah. bigger? Yeah. That's uh, actually, no. No? No. Oh. No, no, no. I was just around. I'm actually bigger now 
than I think I was back then. Oh, no, wow. you look good. I was, I was, I was, I was more um, cut. You know, oh. I was a lot more agile. And Do you think you were, did you become gay? Or were you born gay? I was actually. I was, <laughs> I was born gay. I, dude, I was having a debate with somebody the other day yeah. on that, and they're like, "There's no way," and I'm like, "My gay guys tell me I was born gay, and I knew it since I was I could remember." Yeah, I was I was born I was born gay, but I think for me the I I had not put a ascribed a definition to it. I was me. Yeah, right? and that's, yeah, and that's that all was, I knew. It wasn't until the world wanted to put a label on me. That I said, yeah. "Okay, well, I guess I must subscribe to to that definition." But for me, I was doing my thing even as as a little boy. You know. Uh, I wasn't getting caught under the benches with girls all the time. Sometimes it was the boys too. Yeah. So for, but for me, that was just, I was just acting in my in my normalcy of life. So you are you gay or bisexual? I'm gay. Okay. You don't yeah. like girls anymore. No. Like you've never so gone down on a girl. Absolutely no chance. <laughs> you've never you've never you've never gone down on a girl ever. Like it doesn't interest you at all. Uh, ever? Oh, absolutely. I was I was engaged at one point. What? In time. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, does she hate on you on Instagram? <laughs> what? No, she doesn't. She doesn't hate. I mean, she randomly gets dreams and visions, uh, trying to persuade me still to but, come back. Oh, yeah, wow. to, Man, to you were that good. Damn. Damn. It must be nice, <laughs> Macalo. When, when did you uh, come out of the closet? I've, I don't think I've ever was in the closet, uh, uh -huh. but um, but I'm the same way. Like I never really felt that. Uh, you know, there was this uh, thing that made me gay. Like, I've always kind of just felt that's kind of who I was. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I definitely feel like there are people who kind of go back and forth, like the bisexuals in the world that kind yeah. of like those kind the of... fluid. The yeah, greedy the, people. Yeah, <laughs> the mm -hmm. greedy people is a good way to describe them. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so I definitely think that happens. But, uh, yeah. yeah you ever yeah. Were you ever, at, at, like, playing in a game and you saw somebody and was like, damn, I'd love to smash this. No, that's, and, that's, and that's funny because... It, <laughs> You know, I was around my teammates all the time, most of the time naked in the, in the locker rooms, and my mind never went there. And that is the reason why I wanted to ask you that, because yeah. there's this mis this misconception by straight men mm -hmm. that gay men are overly promiscuous and want them all. And I always have to tell my mm -hmm. straight friends, oh, don't bring him around me. He's gay. I'm like, he don't want your motherfucking no, no. ass. I mean, more, than, more than not, you know, pick, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit picky in particular. Oh, anyway, I know. So. I see you. Your... <laughs> what, what's your type? So, you I have friends. I have friends. Yeah, well, no, I mean, I like I like those that take care of themselves, those who's involved in fitness, and um, you know, and and like the things I like. So it's it for me. I I don't look at at males and and think that all male species are 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 great. Yeah, I know, and that, and that's it. that's like everybody. No. It's like for some reason there's this misconception, and I fight a lot to. Dispel that because I was raised by a gay man. Yeah. It's very important to me that people understand that just because somebody is gay doesn't mean they're promiscuous or perverted. Right. They just have a preference. And a lot of times it ain't you, boo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we are going to wrap it up. But I want everybody to quickly let everybody know where they can find you on social media. Uh, you can find me Roxy's World at R-A-Q-C-S World. Follow me. I would love to say what's up. And on Instagram, official Derm King. That's official Derm King, D-E-R-M-K-I-N-G. And that's how they take their appointments. Makalo <laughs> um, uh, uh, on Instagram. That's M-E-K-A-H-L-O. Ma, like Frida Kahlo. All right, I'm headed to the improv. I have a show. Actually, it's called Straightish with Shantae Wayans, me and a bunch of gay people. It'll be at uh, 7.30. And go to funnyither.com because I will be at the Hollywood Improv all weekend long. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you guys for coming in. You got to come back. This has been Truth Serum with Aida Rodriguez, and we are out. Yeah.